Hello, hello. This is such an important episode. Definitely grab yourself a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, sit your ass down, and dive in with me as we chat about this cure for selfishness. So obviously selfishness, that word itself has such a negative connotation. And I really know that there's a lot of chatter out there in the coaching world and otherwise about um, self-care, you know, and taking care of ourselves first and filling our cup to overflow before we offer to other people so that we're not depleting ourselves as we give. Love that. I teach that too. And I absolutely love that perspective. But I also think that a lot of people end up doing that because of, because they want to feel better. And they may even justify, oh, well, I'm doing this because when I take care of me, then that's a ripple effect and other people feel better. And I'm changing the planet by taking care of myself. And I love that concept too. If it's true. So my question is really, are you truly dedicated to the expansion of the planet? Are you truly dedicated to raising vibration? Are you just using that excuse to justify why you can take care of yourself? Listen, if you need to do that in the short term so that you take care of yourself, do it. But let's not make that our long-term goal, okay? Because ultimately, We do want to be a connected and collaborative society, and we're meant to be. We're meant to be helping each other on this path. We're meant to be learning from each other's nuances and from how we activate and set each other off, right? So yes, we're meant to to do that together, but um, I want to make sure that your focus remains on the bigger picture, remains on what we're actually doing here, that we're not just stuck in this, oh, I'm doing this so that I can feel better about myself. Because um, although that's a good temporary fix, that still gets us focused on our own expansion rather than the collective expansion. Okay, so ultimately the cure for selfishness is to be able to connect with God, to be able to connect with God's vision for you, not your agenda that you feel like, okay, I'm going to surrender to the universe and, you know, lean back and breathe in and allow God to work through me toward my vision. That's still your vision. Have you asked God, have you asked the universe what the vision is for you, how you are meant to serve, how you are meant to defer to spirit and your soul's purpose and your soul's fulfillment without any egoic agenda. Because I tell you right now, those are the big goals that we shy away from. That's the shit that scares us. You know, I have goals myself. I have agendas myself. And when I ask God and ask the universe what their agenda is for me and for my purpose in this lifetime, it's a lot bigger. And it's not what my human necessarily desires in this moment. But I'm going to follow it. And you know what happens when I follow it? I expand even more. Opportunities come even more. I grow to a point that honestly I didn't realize. And a big piece of this is maturity. A big piece of this is like, holy shit, I just grew up like 10 years in about 15 minutes because I just received all of that information from spirit and I'm, I'm nudged to move forward on it right? Like I'm willing to lean back and to defer to what is in the highest good for all 
even if that means sacrificing my conscious agenda. So I think we can all agree that shit has gotten pretty messy in this world, you know, between the pandemic and racism and politics and you name it, we could go on and on and on, right? But it always has been messy. The earth has always been messy. Humans are running things, right? Humans are running this world. And part of this human experience is meant to be messy. It's meant to be polarizing. It's meant to bring up all the shit that activates us so that we can make different decisions and and move forward in a different way in our lives and make different choices that are more in alignment with where we're meant to go, right? But it's always been messy. So let's stop getting stuck in the microcosm of everything that's going on in front of us right now and zoom back out to the big picture and be like, yeah, how is this being orchestrated? How are these threads that are being, that are attached to God, that are attached to universal intelligence being woven together to be able to create exactly what God is intending to create with this planet? I mean, think about the freaking dinosaurs, the poor dinosaurs, they're gone, right? But like, they're not sitting there moaning and crying saying, oh, poor me. I didn't get to achieve what I wanted to achieve on this earth. They're just like, all right, oh, well, okay, this is how it's meant to be. I'm just going to leave when I'm meant to leave. I served my purpose. Like shit has gone down all over the map since earth sparked into existence, right? And look how far we've come. We've come a long way. I also think we've come to a point where we're actually neglecting our planet and we're not honoring and revering it with the majesty that it is and the amount of resources and opportunity that it shows us, right? So it's not just about taking care of ourselves. It's not just about connecting to other people. It's not just about fulfilling our purpose, but it's also about, you know, expanding the universe. Our planet is part of the universe, So how do we conserve that? How do we preserve that, right? All of these things that have gone on since Earth incarnated, they're all reflections of the same thread, the same issue here, which is that humans are trying to run things without the intelligence of that which created us. And that is the true definition, the true cure for selfishness. How do we connect on a day-to-day basis, on a moment-to-moment basis with the intelligence that created us? This is what's missing in politics. This is what's missing in environmental advocacy. This is what's missing in blah, 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 blah. I could go on and on. Right? So it's being able to connect with that divine intelligence to be able to say, lead the way. I defer to you. How will you guide me? Where are we meant to go right now in this moment, in this planet, on this planet, in this relationship, in this job, in this business transaction, in this conversation, in this moment of stillness with myself, right? Like why the fuck would we not connect to divine intelligence to get guidance on next steps when it created the whole damn universe? Look what it created. Look at the level of intelligence that exists on our planet. It's mind-blowing. And think about how much bigger and how much more exponential that is in the universe. Holy shit. 
So this doesn't mean that this doesn't mean that we can't focus on the things that unfold in our lives on a day-to-day basis. It doesn't mean don't address racism and don't address politics and don't address war and don't address, you know, the lack and the poverty. It doesn't mean that we don't address that because God gave you a voice to speak your alternative into the field. And I want you to feel that statement. God gave you a voice to speak your alternative into the field. You're meant to speak that, but I don't want you to get lost in it. I don't want you to get lost in the human sauce and think that's all there is and think that that's the end all and be all. I want you to step beyond the microcosm. Use your voice. Speak the alternative into the field and then release your attachment to outcome. Release it to God. Speak it and release it. Rest in the arms of the universe and allow the rest to move from there. And guess what? You'll get moved again. You'll get moved to speak again and it'll be bigger and it'll be grander and it'll touch more people and it'll be more intimate and it'll be more exciting and majestic. That's how you stand in your personal power while embodying the ultimate level of humility. I get to speak the voice that God gave me into the field as an alternative to the status quo. And then I get to rest in the arms of the universe. I get to allow it to unfold as it's meant to. I get to allow that that thing that I just dropped to ripple out. I allow people space to receive it. I allow time for that energy to integrate. I allow opportunity to unfold as I drop this in the field. And then I wait until God tells me to move again. That is the ultimate cure for selfishness. And it's not just an escape of guilt to justify your self-care. And it's not just as a justification to your human dreams because, oh, I'm going to surrender to God because then I will get my million dollars. Then I will get my house with a picket fence. Then I will get the perfect partner. Then I will get perfect health. Right? When, when you are curing this concept of selfishness, you are 100% deferring to God's vision for you. And I want you to feel into that. I want you to take an opportunity to receive that, to integrate that, and let me know what comes forward. This is a bold episode, and I celebrate the fuck out of it because it needs to be heard. It needs to be integrated into our political system. It needs to be integrated into how we interact with each other on a day-to-day basis. Because at the end of the day, you know, it's like you look at politics And why are we giving power to politics over God? Why are we giving power to these topics that divide us over God? So take a moment and reflect. Let me know how you're feeling and I'll see you next week.